Thank you guys for tuning back into the DNA of the kingdom. And I also want to welcome uh, our new guests. And if you haven't caught our first video, our week one, on our series of identity and our inheritance, I would uh, really encourage you to check that video out. It was phenomenal and it was fun to shoot. Uh, I want to also make sure that you guys hit that uh, bell, hit that subscribe button uh, on this YouTube channel, The Millennium Beat, uh, and it will notify you when these videos uh, um, are uploaded uh, for your viewing pleasure. So again, I just want to invite you guys to get coffee, get you know your favorite drink, sit on your favorite chair, uh, cuddle up and relax and enjoy week two of our Identity and Inheritance series. Bless you. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm excited to jump into today's teaching. We are going to talk about comeback. We're going to talk about comeback in this identity and inheritance series. So let's jump right into the word. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Genesis chapter 3. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 3. And we're going to start reading verse 8 in just a minute. But let me just give you uh, catch you guys up to speed, if you will. Adam and Eve are tempted by the serpent. We know this story. Eve takes the bite of the fruit. Adam takes the bite of the fruit. Um, they fall from God, okay? They, they sinned against God. And this is where now we're going to pick up in verse 8 of Genesis 3. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid, himself, hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Verse 9, Then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. Let's stop right there. I want to go back up to verse 9 and read again what God asked. Then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? I want, to encourage, I want to ask you guys, where are you? Okay, Are you far from God's delight like we talked about last week? Are, are you far from what you know God desires? Maybe you know, you're know you sinning against God and you're doing some things okay, that you shouldn't. Or maybe there's situations or circumstances in your life that you couldn't prevent and they just came into your life. Like, where are you right now? Okay. But the question that I want to ask as well is, what brought you there? And I want to also ask you, what is holding you there? Adam and Eve were so deceived, they were so lied to, that they believed they needed to hide themselves from God. Okay, So temptation, and then bowing to the temptation, brought them to where they were. But what was holding them there at first was the lie that they were believing, okay, or the lies they were believing. They were naked and afraid, okay, and they hid themselves from God. So where are you? I believe where we are is determined on what we've done to get there or what happened in our life to bring us there, okay? And then we got to ask ourselves, what is holding us there? Like, if you sinned against God, what is holding you back? from turning back to God, running after God. Maybe it's a lie that you're believing that says, you know, 
know, God's not going to forgive you. Look at what you've done. And, and you feel ashamed and you feel condemned. That's not God. Okay. And, or, or maybe, okay, you're in an impossible situation and there was uncertain, uh, there was uh, uh, unforeseen circumstances, uh, opposition that came and drove you to where you are. And maybe the lie that's holding you there, uh, that's caused you to be depressed, maybe the opposition that you're experiencing is lies that say, you'll never get out of this. This is impossible. Uh, there's no way you can come out of this, okay? So we got to ask ourselves, where are we? What got us there, okay? What is holding us there? But then I got to ask us, what is going to get us out of there, okay? And I believe like Adam and Eve, it is for us the spirit of God, because later on, and I won't read it, God speaks, and when He speaks, He brings them out of where they were. He clothes them. Now, yes, they were banned from the garden, but God was still with them. God still loved them. Can I tell you something? Um, sometimes our decisions give us consequences, but can I tell you something? God loves us. He will always love us, and when we confess and ask for forgiveness, man, He completely forgives us cast it from us to never remember it again, which is amazing. But it was God who brought them out of where they were. Can I tell you something? It was the love of God that brought you out of your sin and made you born again. Come on. It was the love of God that it is the love of God that heals and restores. It's the presence of God. It's Holy Spirit working in your life that brings you out of where you are and brings you in, like we talked last week, brings you in to what God desires. God speaks to them, changes their mind, and they go from hiding to exposing themselves to God, and then God fixed fix their situation. See, the enemy knew God would fix the situation, so he was trying to manipulate Adam and even fear and cause them to hide. But can I tell you something? God spoke. I believe that, that Adam caught something that ignited something in him to reveal himself to God, to expose himself to God. And then it was the love of God that, 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 that slaughtered the animals and covered their nakedness so they didn't need to be naked and ashamed. Even in the midst of Adam and Eve's dishonor, God still loved them and honored them. So for those who are stuck in something and you think, man, God's not going to forgive me, God's not going to, I put myself here. I made decisions and I brought this consequence upon myself. Even in your dishonor, even in your imperfection, God is still perfect in love. And it is the presence of God that wants to speak over you. It's the power of God, Holy Spirit, that wants to move in you and bring you out of where you are and bring you into where God desires you to be. Because that's what happened with Adam and Eve. They were naked and ashamed. God brought them out of that, clothed them, so they weren't naked and ashamed. Come on, somebody. He still spoke to them, uh, uh, even in their dishonor. Let me encourage you with this. Even in your imperfection, you need to have faith in God's perfect love. And even if you failed, and even if you're where you are because of a decision that you made, God still wants to redeem it. God still wants to bring restoration. God wants to bring you back to where you fell from, okay? I said this in the first video, but I'm going to say this again. Adam and Eve fell from God, but it was Jesus who brought us back to God. I want to talk just a little bit about us coming back, okay? Maybe there's a joy that you fell from, and there were circumstances that brought you from joy 
to sorrow, okay? Or maybe you're in a place where uh, you had a skip in your step, but now you don't even want to get out of bed, okay? And there were circumstances that brought you to where you are. Can I tell you something? It is the presence of God that wants to bring you out of that and he wants to bring you back. He wants to bring you into, even with like a greater quantity of like what you thought you lost, he wants to bring you back and bring you into a greater quantity of what you felt like, like what you felt like you lost. And I just want to encourage you guys that God is all about bringing us back to what we should have never left. Okay. Maybe, you know, you feel like certain areas in your life wander off from, you know, God or wandered off from the things of God, like the prodigal son. Can I tell you something? I want to speak to you that God wants you to come to your senses like the prodigal son did. And he wants you to be stirred to bring those things back to God. Okay. But I also want to encourage you. God wants you to come to your senses. He wants you to understand his desire, his love for you. He wants to bring you back to what you should have never left. And yeah, it's a shame to you maybe that I left this intentionally or there was unforeseen circumstances that drove me away from what I know God desires. Can I tell you something? God still loves you and wants to bring you back morally. He wants to bring you back physically and he wants to bring you back spiritually. And I believe you'll step into a greater quantity than um, what you lost when you left, okay? Um, Maybe, you know, you were in good health. And you know it's God's desire for us to have divine uh, health. But now you are in a place of sickness and you didn't do anything to cause yourself to get there. You fell from something that you know God desires and you desire as well. The power of God, the love of God wants to move in your life and bring you back to what you fell from. Come on, somebody. And, And that's what Jesus did. Jesus died on the cross to bring us wandering sinners back to God, back to a right relationship with God. But then, I, like I talked about last week with our inheritance, man, we were created for God's glory. That's our inheritance. Amen? And so maybe there's areas in your life that fall short of what God desires, your health, your finances. Adam and Eve fell from God, but Jesus redeemed us back to God. Can I tell you something? Maybe there's some things that fell from the grace of God, the glory of God. Maybe there's some areas in your life that are off. Can I tell you something? God, His power, Holy Spirit wants to reconcile you back. Come on, somebody. To what it looks like or feels like you turned your back to, okay? Um, And it's like, man, I fell from that. I didn't want to. I didn't desire that, God, but I did. Can I encourage you something with something? God, in His love and His mercy, wants to clothe you. He wants to clothe you with what he desires because he doesn't want you to be in that naked and ashamed position, okay? And though you fell from, God wants to bring you back. Come on, somebody. And so I just want to encourage you that that's your inheritance. And so if there's anything in your life, okay, that is falling short of God's glory, God loves you and wants to redeem the situation, and he wants to bring you back to what you fell from, the prodigal son, man, he walked away from something, okay? He got, got his inheritance. We know the story in Luke 15. And he goes off and does his thing. But can I tell you something? When he comes to his senses and comes back, he encounters a loving father who strips him of the old and puts on him the new robe 
the new signet ring, the new sandals, and welcomes them back in the family. It was like for the father, he never left. Can I tell you something? Maybe there's some areas in your life that fall short of what you know God desires. Maybe you're ashamed by it. Maybe you feel condemned. I break that condemnation off of you right now. But maybe you feel condemned. Can I tell you something? God wants you to be wrapped up, captivated, overwhelmed by his love, where you change the way you think about yourself and your position in him, like the prodigal son. But he also wants to strip you. He wants to remove from you what he does not desire for you. And he wants to robe you with the things that he says is worthy to be worn by you. I think it's crazy because he tells the prodigal son, he says, he's like, man, well, he tells the servants, hey guys, go get the best robe for my son. Go get the best robe for my son. In the Greek, that means get the most honorable robe, get the most honorable thing and put it on my son. Gosh, can I tell you something? <laughs> that prodigal son probably think, thought he wasn't worthy to put that robe on. But it wasn't, was he worthy to put the robe on? It was, was that robe worthy enough to be carried by his son? See, sometimes we pray for things like, God, bring this back and bring this back. Let me have a comeback. Let me come back to this God. And sometimes that's not the most honorable thing. That's not the most needed thing. That's not the most worthy thing that God wants to bring you to. He wants to bring you to something so great so great that he says, this thing is worthy to be with you. Not all, you're worthy to be with this. No, you are so loved by God, God says, this is worthy of you. So sometimes we pray, God, let me get my job back. Let me get this back. Let me get that back. And can I tell you something? Or, or God, let me just step into this. Let me step into this. And sometimes the door shuts. Don't get discouraged and think, oh, I wasn't worthy to step into that. Maybe God's saying, I have something better for you, something greater for you. But when it pertains to his glory and it pertains to his kingdom, if there's any area in your life that falls short of those things or fell from God's desire, it is the spirit of God. It is the power of God that wants to bring you back to those things. And I just prophesy over you a comeback. I prophesy the areas you fell from, God's going to bring you back to. Come on, somebody. Jesus died to bring us back into a relationship with God. Jesus died to bring us back to the glory of God. Can I tell you something? If there's any area in your life that fell from the glory of God or falls short of the glory of God, I just prophesy over you, put your trust in God. And when you do, God is going to bring you back to where you fell back from. It fell from, I should say. He's going to bring you back to what you fell from. <clears throat> and let me just end with this. God is a redeemer and he loves to bring redemption. We'll talk next week about this, but even if it went where you didn't want it to go in life, maybe you prayed and said, I don't want this to go where it's going, God, but it went there. Don't lose hope. Do not lose hope because we're going to talk about a man, Lazarus, who went where they didn't want him to go, but Jesus redeemed the situation. Maybe there's some things in your life that went where you didn't want it to go. I'm here to prophesy over you. God's going to bring it back. And he's going to make it one. He's going to bring it to what he desires, to believe that. Say, you know what? I may have fell, but God's reaching me. He's touching me. and He's bringing me to where he wants me to be so that I can say with confidence, where I am is because of God, not because of me. Let me pray for you. Father, I just pray right now that you bless everyone who's watching. 
I pray, Father, right now for strength over them, for encouragement to fall on them. Father, any area in their life that fell from you, I thank you you're bringing it back to yourself. You're bringing a comeback in their life, God. You're bringing redemption in their life, God. And I thank you for bringing them back to what you never wanted them to fall from. Father, I thank you and I praise you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you guys. See you next week.